No matter how quickly medical responders arrive in an emergency situation, bystanders will always be the first on the scene. A person who is bleeding can die from blood loss within five minutes. Therefore, it's important to quickly stop the bleed. The American College of Surgeons has developed a Stop the Bleed course to help families recognize life-threatening bleeding and intervene effectively. So let's learn more with the Medical Director of Trauma Services at Labonner Children's Hospital, Dr. Regan Williams, who is deeply involved with the Stop the Bleed campaign. This is the Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Williams, thanks for your time. So what is the story behind the Stop the Bleed campaign and how did it come to be? Sure. Uh, Stop the Bleed began in 2012 after the Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings in Newtown, Connecticut. And a trauma surgeon and member of the American College of Surgeons reviewed the victim's autopsy records and found that several of them died from severe bleeding before first responders were allowed into the building. This knowledge spurred the people in Connecticut, the emergency medical services, and the American College of Surgeons to develop a training course to ensure that anyone could intervene and help stop bleeding until trained emergency responders arrive. It sounds like a really, really important course to understand how to do this. So what should parents do in case of an emergency if their child is injured and they can't stop the bleeding? So know that you are the help until help arrives. So the first thing you always want to do is call 911. You always want to keep yourself safe. And then you want to stop the bleeding, position the injured in a way that's comfortable for them, and then provide comfort until um, the emergency medical services arrive. You are the help until help arrives. I think that's really important how you said that. So then what are the basics people will learn from this course that can help in emergencies while they wait for first responders? Uh, The course um, teaches three ways to stop bleeding. You can apply pressure with your hands. You can pack the wound and apply pressure, or you can apply a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. And the course goes through each of those, as well as offers hands-on training so that you'll have experience in stopping bleeding with all those methods. Okay, so three basic ways. You said pressure, pack and pressure, and then tourniquet. So what is the course like and how much does it cost? So the course takes about 60 to 90 minutes, and it's a brief presentation that goes through how it started, how to identify what life-threatening bleeding is, and then the three ways of stopping the bleeding. And then it also has a hands-on section. So there are models and tourniquets and gauze that you can pack with and then gives you some real-life skills. This hopefully will empower you to make a difference if you come upon someone that's bleeding or your child is injured and is bleeding, where you feel that you have the knowledge to stop the bleeding while you wait for first responders to arrive. So is there a cost for this, and how does somebody sign up? So there's typically no charge for it. Um, Lavonner Hospital offers this training to anybody in the community free of charge. And to get trained, you can go to stopthebleed.org, and it has a list. You just put in your zip code, and it will tell you where there are trainings close by. Or you can call Lavonner Children's Hospital to get training organized as well. Mm -hmm. And since this campaign started, what have been the results of these efforts? So the American College of Surgeons has been tracking this, um, and there's been over a million people trained, and this includes students, teachers, and community groups, as well as like all of Congress has been trained um, in the Stop the Bleed. In 2019, at least 12 states have introduced or passed legislation to inform, educate, and empower their citizens to become immediate responders so that they can save a life in the event of a bleeding emergency. We actually are working on that in the state of Tennessee right now. Some of the states that have passed legislation are Texas and Indiana both passed laws to have staff the bleed kits and training in their schools. 
Georgia included the cost to pay for the Stop the Bleed kits in schools as part of its state budgets last year. The state of Illinois Terrorism Task Force also installed these Stop the Bleed kits in schools. Arkansas passed a law, I think a few years ago, which requires high school students to participate and be trained in the Stop the Bleed program. And then uh, North Carolina approved legislation that funds a pilot program to train public school teachers in one of their counties. Mm -hmm. Wow, really, really good. So, Dr. Williams, why is this campaign important to you as a trauma director? Well, more and more penetrating injuries are becoming commonplace um, in our city, county, state, and nation. And we really do need to empower um, public citizens um, to provide help when bleeding occurs until first responders can arrive. And so this is very easy training. It's very similar to CPR for patients who are having heart attacks, but this is just how you stop bleeding in the event of life-threatening bleeding. And I think it will help to save lives if we can control bleeding before first responders get there and thus give the patient longer to get to the hospital and get everything controlled by the healthcare staff. Definitely worthwhile and something, quite frankly, we all should know. So thank you so much for this information on the Stop the Bleed campaign. Dr. Williams, thank you again. Thank you. That's Dr. Regan Williams. And to learn more, please visit Labonard.com slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the Pete's Pod and Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out labonner.org slash podcast to view our full podcast library. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. This is the Pete's Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. Thanks for listening.